TZR Podcast, episode 154. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Schock. Hello. I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hello. And Liz Laisui. Hi. What's up, guys? This is an early week Monday podcast, unplanned, <clears throat> but we had to do it because we're going places later in the week. <clears throat> Stuff's going on. I'm going to see the Grand Canyon for the first time. It's wow. going to be pretty exciting. Oh, I've, cool. heard, I've heard good things. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Like... We climbed a mountain for the first time. I say we. I'm pointing at Justin because we like In Seattle. I, yeah. I don't. I don't hike great. and I don't climb mountains. But we did that one yeah. time, and it was like my first experience seeing something where I'm just like, whoa! Like no picture I take right now is going to do this justice. Also, like on the way up, there's like something to be said when you're like scaling a mountain and you see trees everywhere, and you're like, wow, it's really far down there. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like a feeling, right? <clears throat> yeah. And I imagine going to uh, going to the Grand Canyon is going to provide a similar experience. I imagine I'm going to look at this thing and be like, holy shit! No pictures ever going to describe what i'm looking at i've right seen now. it in video games i know exactly what you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah why aren't the grand canyons in video games more often yeah there should be like a nowhere. you know like, like a, that feels like a game that would be a just cause that takes place in the grand canyon right yeah <laughs> it'd be great during like a zombie apocalypse that thing would just be full of zombies <laughs> would they be able to <laughs> get they out dump them all when they're done <laughs> no i feel like zombies just wander i just read world war z oh yeah so now it's like on my mind but they just fall I in mean, there they would wow. get out oh, when you think about it where would they go if they're just wandering around aimlessly? Would they fall off the cliffs of the Grand Canyon? Probably eventually. Right? Are they wandering aimlessly, or are they just wandering towards the faintest smell of Depends, right. living blood? They're wandering aimlessly until they, right, they then they hone on something. Yeah. But it's like the most dangerous parts in the world are like the most uh, safest. What? Are they the safest for humans to avoid zombie like apocalypse? low sea level places? Because gravity is just welling all the zombies. The most dangerous there. places are rivers. Oh. And like oceans because they survive underwater. So and they'll just grab you mm. if you go into shallow water. Wow. And what was it? I, I think am we're legend? talking about this like very scientifically. I know. Well, I mean, so I, I have the zombie survival guide. Book. Pretty interesting. Anyway. <clears throat> so yeah. So we had to do an earlier podcast this week <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Monday. Uh, so not too much news to talk about, but there are some updates to stories we were talking about last week. Starting with Anthem, which is uh, continuing to not receive the best press, unfortunately. Mm. Um, so though. The most current update to the story is that Anthem is apparently, uh, like, suffering from such a severe glitch that it's actually, uh, like, sometimes crashing and bricking people's consoles. No. And yeah. people are, like, asking no. for refunds for these things, as the uh, headline of this article says. Basically, what's going on, I read, I read into it, and this is affecting all versions of Anthem. Uh, but primarily, PlayStation is hit the worst right now, where at random the game will just crash like con- like repeatedly, like people won't be able to get into games or what have you. Um, and this has spurred people trying to uh, initiate refunds for the game because it's like the game just straight up won't work. Right. And a lot of people are being rejected for those refunds because it breaks the policy that like PSN allows for and all this sort of stuff. But essentially, it's it's that Anthem is not really getting a break when it comes to bad news. Wait, how is it bricking consoles, though? Is it, like, the latest patch then goes into, like, an infinite loop of which even when you restart your, your console, it, like, has I think it re- re- like rewrote, that. like, the Windows 32, yeah. System 32 folder or something? I'm, I I don't know the specifics to that yeah. level. I'm just it's just so... kind of crazy that it could come out of the game and ruin your console. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little... What game has done that before? Well, I mean, that's the kind of news that's, like... Okay, I can't even like, like why would I even try with this game? Right, anymore? right. Yeah. Like, if there's yeah. a chance it's gonna break my yeah. console, which is like my prized possession. How am I gonna play Apex? I would be so angry. Yeah. I would be so. Imagine all those hours. Okay. You know what? When we angry. were in when we were at GDC 2015, and I lost my backpack, I had like a 
$2,000 DSLR, like a boom mic, all this other equipment. But I was sad, mostly for my 3DS, that I lost all my save files on. Like, that's yeah. time, you know? Yeah. That's investment. That's take, investment. Take money is money, but time, man. God, I'd get all the Smash characters back again. All right. <laughs> so I've, I found some uh, quotes from the individuals who are being affected by this problem. It says, quote, when encountering a crash or game error, sometimes I get booted to the main menu or out of the game completely to the PS4 dashboard, uh, said a user from this subreddit. But twice now, when trying to matchmake, my PS4 has completely turned off. Yikes. Wow. Uh, it, it says, uh, scary. the rest of the yeah. thread is filled with other commenters saying the same thing, uh, to match make my PS4 is completely, uh, I'm sorry. Others saying the same thing that happened to them both on the standard PS4 and the PS4 pro. Sometimes it completely, uh, goes to a blue screen. Other times they're trying, um, they're trying to exit the game. The PS4 treats it as an improper shutoff and acts as though the power, uh, cord has been pulled out of it. Wow. Yikes. So that's really unfortunate. Cords literally fly out of the back of the PS4. <laughs> Explode. That's a pretty it's bad. It's so unfortunate clutch. because, like, I I feel like most people were thinking it's bad, and I think when they released it, they knew it was bad. But like, whatever, we'll just make the improvements eventually. Everybody yeah. stick with us. Eventually, we'll get better. Yeah. Just think Destiny. You know, mm-hmm. the, this is this kind of game. It needs this extra time to figure out all these bugs to to fix these things. But but now, if it's gonna break so badly that it's gonna like. Ruin your console. Ruin your console. Yeah. yeah. That's not like, oh, we'll stick with you through this. Yeah. That's like, we updated you guys so are now... terrorists and I hate you. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody panic. You can put the disc back in your system. I'm sure it won't break this time. Like, we patched no. it. It's right? like, no, I'm not going to trust that. All trust gone. Yeah. Forever. So this is like, so I don't know. This is like kind of bringing a, a few things to mind. Just as far as like games recently and how they're being like handled so like the the first thing that comes to mind is uh fallout 76 mm-hmm. which was equally like panned when it first came out just for straight up being a bad game and then also suffering from all these like technical glitches and now it seems like anthem is kind of falling victim to the same like dark cloud syndrome where like all of these terrible things are just surrounding this game now we just yeah. need to find out that they didn't deliver the pre-order bonuses or whatever i remember <laughs> I remember when yeah it's it's mine but remember when ea also like when they launched uh was it Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Right? And that was riddled with uh, connectivity issues. Yeah. Like, that was hard on those fans, but they stuck with it. And eventually the game became playable where you can actually, like, enjoy it. I'm assuming AA did the same thing or thought the same thing as you were saying with, like, yeah, let's just, it's okay. We'll have a rough start in the beginning. People will get flack, but then eventually, you know, we'll invite people back with some. I think that's all done. I think yeah. it's over. It's crazy, yeah. man. Rip. And yeah. Basically. It's like, how can you really recover from that? And then the, the further thing is like, now what are we supposed to think of Bioware, right? Because like the last EA game just that they... strangles studios until they die. The last I mean, game that they published they? was Mass Effect yeah. Andromeda, which was, again, a technical nightmare. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, fuck, man. Like, these guys can't catch a break. Like, do you think they're going to be, like, safe? I mean, EA is kind of in a position where they've ruthlessly cut down developers under their yeah. you know under their wing strangled them. visceral studios the makers of dead space dead yeah. you know could buy like, be the next one what do, like we don't really know right whose faults or combination of you know blame yeah. it is like is, it, is, is did they did they push the studio and sell them you know push the developer and say like you have to release this game and they said it's not ready and they said too bad releasing it anyway or did Bioware did, just lose their mojo? Yeah. Or did they make a bad game that it's they now long... have to answer for? Well, now they've made two bad games. So right. to me, it's like they basically have one more shot and like 
That's it. Well, you know what did they mean? do before that? Before Mass Effect Andromeda? It was Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes. Which also had its own fair share of problems. Right. Yeah, I think there was something in between that. but it's Like, not... when's the last time they had sort of that magical experience? Like, they had know. Old Republic, the MMO, It, it you was know? basically, like, the end of Mass Effect 3 that first, like, set people off. And then ever since then, every game yeah. has just kind of, like, <laughs> continued to dog their fan base when in did, such a way. At what point did they join EA? Do you remember? Uh, was it during That was before the Andromeda. Effect? That was before, but was after, after 3? After 3, before Andromeda. So, so there you go. There you go. I think Everything it was Inquisition. That... I think Dragon Age Inquisition or was the old, first game that they published. Remember Old Republic, too. Ooh, yeah. It might have been around that time. Yeah. Man, it just sucks. But I wonder if they even have the same people there, you know? Yeah, like... like, They're not just a name. That's what I was wondering. There's people there that make it good. If they joined EA and imagine all the, like, I don't know, C-level people or even just, like, the the leadship and creativity. Yeah, they were just like, all right, you're joining EA, I'm out. Well, I'm sure many of the Mm -hmm. the main, like, driving forces behind Mass Effect have already left. Right. Uh, I know the the main guy, Casey Hudson, I believe his name is, uh, I believe he is, like, the last remaining, like like senior level person from They're that team paying him so much money <clears throat> probably or well now he's probably got some really long memos on his yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening to these people's games you yeah know? at what but point man. will ea dish out money for people's place broken playstations it won't happen yeah but you'd have to prove that it was that yeah specifically. but man it's just like bad press dude yeah like this game like you know i think they had approached it in such a way like a like a destiny like eventually this game's gonna get good you know what i mean like might be rough around the edge now but stick with it and it'll get there and it's like who are the who are the bad public not to say bad necessarily because we don't really know if it's the publisher's fault but it is but if we were to talk about like the publishers in the in the space right now that we know of that if we had our own video game studio that we probably wouldn't want to be a part of they'd be ea Right, EA is at the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're Activision, pretty much maybe? the biggest bad right now. Yeah, Activision, well, Act- too. Activision Blizzard is also ruthless. Ubisoft, yeah. I think, is a little bit better, but they're also ruthless. Like, yeah. well, it's the bigger guys, you know. Exactly, yeah. they demand it's, a lot. Yeah, Konami. I mean, Konami. Well, you got to figure the more employees that you have under you, the more expendable each individual one probably becomes. Yeah. You know, and like when you're working under pressures like that, or trying to hit deadlines or whatever, like it's going to put strain on the development process. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just kind of corporate life and corporate environment like you know that's the true more... you think about that but that corporate life gotten us god of war you know well like... we just talked about yeah we just talked about square yeah and i yeah. think they're like the worst ones right now <laughs> sorry liz they're uh, pretty much the worst i think they're just game. too far up their butts yeah but they make those games and ea just you know you don't know what hand they have yeah, yeah. square's like it's kind of square's fault yeah. <laughs> <It's> kinda, <laughs> you know, yeah they really don't have anybody to, to they, there's on. no excuse there but who knows you know because they can also release things like apex legends that's what i mean and that it goes MC, really well right. and so who like who knows how much again blame there is and should go on who for each individual project yeah i think like what ea does it's such a huge swath of the industry right now like so they release so many games and they are yeah. like objectively speaking like of the highest level of development of games that you could possibly get you know what i mean like they, their games have like the biggest budgets you know what Madden. i mean like they're they are graphic more graphically impressive than almost any other game that's out there right now and it's because yeah. they've they're able to put this kind of power behind it it just sucks that like when they have a flop it's on this massive magnifying glass and then yeah. everybody ties it back to say oh it was you EA, know yeah it was ea it was their fault yeah but like how many huge well i guess the madden and fifa but 
It's not like they're like reinventing the formula every single time. That's true. They I mean, I try to give them games. a little bit of credit. Like they they have taken chances in the past. You know what I mean? Like uh, like Mirror's Edge. Like they they produced that. Well, they actually closed the. I company know. I was just joking. Say. I was but like, joking. But like Mirror's Edge, like that was a cool game. Like yeah. even Dead Space, like that had its short life. They of course they murdered it, but like that was a long time ago. Though. Yeah, but like when that first game came out, that was unreal. You know. I'm just thinking how many like really great successes they've had to counteract all these flops in the past few years and yeah. I, I, the first I'm time i heard coming of, up a little short <laughs> the first time i ever heard of ea becoming a like a nuisance in the industry was probably that like sims what was it sim city 2000 was it or sim city do you remember the, yes. the, the last one where you couldn't even play the game because you needed to connect to the yeah, internet it was like but the connectivity s- was i think that was in 2010 yeah Something and I remember like that. when that came out, and that was the first time I was like, "Oh shit, EA really fucked up." Yeah. And ever since then, it's been like splotches and more splotches on their uh, on their portfolio, on their record, yeah. right? Yeah. You know yeah. who's trying to recover their record? Three Four Three Industries nice with one. Halo oh, wow, Infinite, which good. brings us to our next topic. Let's talk some positivity. So, Alex, you told us a little bit about this earlier, but I think it's uh, it's definitely a topic worth exploring. But give yeah. us a little background on. Well, this. the more I hear about it, the more excited I am. Like as a huge Halo fan and uh, someone who has not been too impressed with 4 or 5. Four or five. Um, you know, everything that 343 has done. Except that one mode. There was that one mode in 5 that was really good. The new one. It was like Sports Ball 5v5 Breakout, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I like that. But its multiplayer was fine. But Halo needs to be both. That's mm-hmm. its thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It can't just be Absolutely. one or the other. That amazing music yeah. mixed with being a fucking badass. Yeah. So with this new one, Halo Infinite, Spider-Man. Um, you're, I'm hearing a lot about it. You saw that original trailer like last year, two years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked like it, something I would like. It looked, yeah. I don't it know, different. didn't see much, but so what they're saying now, and it will be at E3 this year, which is exciting. Ooh. Um, is that it will be a? This is the first time I've heard this phrase actually. A spiritual reboot to the yeah. franchise. Interesting. So, and it looks like it's going back to its roots a little bit. It's being, it looks like original Master Chief, a little bit fresher, simpler, yeah, more color. More yeah. colors, not the gritty, you know, Halo 4 or 5 yeah, with yeah. Uh, monotonous battles and, like, repetitive enemies. Definitely. So what, like, what do we think spiritual Well, I was, that's, a great, that's a great thing. Like, because uh, I was also thinking of, like, Resident Evil. I read Evil. that, too, but I have, I have no context for well, what that could possibly Well, that's what I mean. Understand. I think they're, like, bringing it back to what it, to what it was. Right. Spiritual reboot sounds like they're taking the characters and concepts, like all the things that surround Halo, but like that original story, like the way that events transpired, is probably not what's going to be happening in this. Right. I'm, sure, I'm that, sure, like, like the flood that... will be a character and the covenant will be a character. But do you think all that but... canon is just like gone? No, I that's think what it... I hear by that's what I that's hear what, by reboot. Reboot. That's what that's what no. reboot says to me. Spiritual reboot. So that's, that's what I different. mean. Yeah, that's because it's re- it's rebooting the spirit, not the game. That's what it means. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, the reboot is focused on language. Yeah. Yes. How did okay. I not see yeah. that? Okay. I was thinking of it more of like a Tomb Raider situation. I understand. Where no, that's like reboot. Reboot, reboot. Yeah. <laughs> like hard stop. Yeah. This is spiritual reboot, which is like Halo has gotten all fucked up and messy. Yeah. Let's wipe that off the board. But like story is still the same, but like bring the spirit back to what it used to feel like. Like yeah, just yeah. fun yeah. and like just about Master Chief. And just about like the action, you know, yeah. and these worlds that you're exploring with a friend. Yeah. I think that all, yeah. all these games, Resident Evil went that direction. It's like, how many games does it take for you to realize that all the past like iterations and additions to each individual like sequence in the series just gets too crazy to the point where you're like, when did it 
become bad? You know Where what? do people really like it? Oh, Resident Evil 2. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, I mean, you we could probably find Zelda it by sales 1. <laughs> you know? We are seeing that if like sort of with uh Battlefield and uh, even Call of Duty, they went back to their roots. Yeah, yeah, with like World, World War One, yeah, yeah, like World War One stuff, and like it's original. Like, we're trying too hard right now. Let's just go back to what people like. Because they went into space, and then people yeah. didn't really like that, and they're like, "All right, let's slow yeah. down." <laughs> um, and I didn't so, play that either. So but, you yeah. didn't like the space, okay? No space, right? Right. <laughs> so it's not a bad idea though. Like go back to the roots of what made your game successful in the first place. Right. Yeah. It it is what Crackdown tried to do. Like they wanted to capture that the fun of Crackdown One. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know to mild success or whatever but yeah um is anybody getting that game no Definitely. i know we talked yeah. about it last time. i kind of want it i'm gonna get yeah. it yeah okay i do kind of want it we should play if, right. i think is there's it three player i have no idea it's a four player I, it is co-op i'm, I'm so. sure they that was like definitely part of their original yeah the online like, campaign like hey yeah. we can all yeah. break this server's tower or whatever <laughs> yeah. anyway but, going back to halo yeah yeah but for me um I, there's really nothing more exciting to hear as a halo person and they're gonna like just forget all that crap and yeah. like his motocross armor and just the dirty feel and the robots and. Do you think they'll really change his armor set? Like, well, we already saw it. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. did. You oh. see, you see, you see the helmet. He holds the helmet, and you see. Like, oh, right! I do remember that. Yeah. We're all like, "Whoa! It looks like the Mark III or whatever." That's yeah. right. Yeah. So it's just cleaner. Yeah, it's yeah. not the like the weird. Like too much detail armor. We're not going to do loadouts well, anymore. We're going to do big maps with a bunch of things that well, you have to sprint to. The good vibes that I get from it is that they're at least acknowledging that, like the the courses that they chose to take beforehand with four and five were not right, and they're like, okay, well we have to. Right. And they this. Like, we're not just going to call this Halo Six. You know what I mean? We're not going to exactly just like do, try to do those things. They're like saying no. Like we want everybody to know that we're aware that this needed to happen, and here we go. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical for, like, what the actual... Like, could you imagine if they made it, like, a Destiny game or something like that? That would be disappointing. It would be super disappointing. That's why the name Infinite kind of, like, spooks me a little bit. Because then it's like, no, man, I want a a campaign with a beginning and an end. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking for here. Wow, imagine if they made Destiny with Bungie's... Like, it's like, Bungie, you gave me this thing. I'm going to use it as a weapon against you now. (laughs) Who knows, man? Who knows? That would be hilarious. But it's exciting nonetheless. Like, you know, I guess God of War was the last one to sort of do that. You know, they didn't call it that. But. Yeah. But, it, I mean, two great success, you know what I mean? Like, that was Although, reading their audience well. And I feel like the... That was sort of a reboot reboot. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have called that a spiritual reboot. Yeah, you're but, right. I would have called that a wipe clean. <laughs> but that didn't start over. No, It was true. a continuation. It yeah. technically was a continuation. But it was but an acknowledgement that, like... Vastly different. Mechanical from... reboot. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the same the same logic applies, though, where it's like they looked at old Kratos and they're like, this this can't be this character anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're done. Well, yeah, but they didn't go back to their roots. They created someone completely new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, it's a new. I hadn't heard that term before. It's interesting. I'm sure it will be used a lot from now on in other games. Sure. But, um, I for a series that I've kind of been sadly losing interest in. It's kind of a cool, kind of now, cool idea. Now, do we expect that game to be on Xbox One or Xbox One X, or do we imagine that they're going to hold it for the next console? It'll probably be a launch title. I think that was part of the rumor actually that, that it's it going to be, be a launch, launch title. title. Yeah. I imagine that that, that would, would be, be a good play that'd be a very smart move to make That'd a, be a very title. smart move how yeah. the other so when 343 took over bungie right <clears throat> sorry took over halo <laughs> when uh halo 4 and halo 5 came out i mean those were still successful right they were they bad sold games. they sold but they, they sold like right? they were commercially successful yeah. critically right. panned 
Uh, I don't think th- I think pan is pan. harsh. No, they well, probably got like sevens or eights. Not like I don't know. They have like eighty fives. I would guess fine. on Metacritic. Right. It's like so the like, fans had this baby show up at the door and they like fed it, but they didn't take it inside. <laughs> so the I reason mean... why I say this, I'm sorry, look, this is a great analogy. <laughs> That's a terrible analogy. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. I was about to say the reason why I ask is I wonder if anyone is actually giving them flack for the past two and is this their last chance to make the Halo franchise like good? I don't think Halo will ever be in a last chance kind of situation. Yeah. It's, it's eh, like it it's too. I feel like it's. You don't too think it'll be a Sonic eventually? You don't think like. Yeah, but do you think Sonic ever had a last chance? They're still making Sonic games. That's true. But these aren't Halo Four and Five were not failures. I, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. They didn't. Like, is anybody yelling at them? Right. You know what I mean? No, because it made money. They're solid games. They uh-huh. just didn't hit that that same spirit as the original right. one. Didn't yeah. feel right. I mean, yeah. Destiny met... felt more like a Halo game than we... yeah, friggin' Halo Five. It's true. We met some of the people from Three Four Three at E Three, and when we were drinking, they seemed really happy. So maybe they don't know. I feel bad. I, yeah, you I ripped into them pretty man. hard. I yelled at that man. Uh, but we had a great what conversation. What were you thinking? <laughs> Shit, Apex feels more like Halo than Halo. It Halo actually 5. does yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's got that just, I don't know, it's simple, but I don't know. I think they know. I think that plenty of people, plenty of Fish. guys that were in their, you know, in middle school or in high school or early college when Halo 2 came out and have all this nostalgia for Halo 2, just keep buying Halo games. But potentially, <laughs> but maybe if they're not huge, like, video game fans, hmm. like, potentially don't really... Read into it? Or like... no, yeah, or, like, have a, maybe as a, I don't know, I'm trying to say this, Anybody... like, not in a douchey way, but, like, <laughs> they don't have as, like, discerning taste. Like, right. they're just yeah. going to keep buying it because it's Halo, and that's because they're what they're used you know to. But they're, oh, not gonna, sure. they're not going to, they're, you know, video game palette is is you know just halo those are the kind of people that buy games like once a once every few months yeah and i think that that consumer is still buying halo yeah and i know plenty of those guys and they're just sort of like i don't know this is a new halo game so i bought it like it's actually funny like what is this is there supposed to be something else (laughs) there's definitely people i mean i definitely have friends that i talk about video games with once in a while and they're just like yeah like when you have a bad game like you know it's a bad game after you buy it and i was like don't you think about like I feel reading, like some people don't about know those that. games before you buy them? And it's like, I mean, if it's like the next Halo, I'll probably buy it. And yeah. I know if it's not good, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So you're like one of those, I watch the movie and then think it's bad. Not like, I'll do a little research into the movie before I want to. You know that just yeah. happened to Allie just recently? What? She went to go see that movie Alita Battle Angel. Oh, okay. She went to go see it with her father and said it was terrible. Oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah, she was like, "It is just like bad." She's like, "I wish I could even tell you what the plot is about. I already forgot because it was so boring." According to the fans, it did a good job. Well, sixty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes is. Well, it was, okay. yeah, but it was I mean, contested. the ninety-five percent of Rotten Tomatoes, I don't agree with most of the time. It was very contested most of the time. The, a lot the of the Rotten time. Tomatoes review was like sixty something, but the user review was like ninety something, and then the yeah, IMDb was, was like a, a seven of... and a half. Yeah, so it was like all over the place. It's I don't pay attention to IMDb. Weeaboos, just like I don't. This tr- is probably amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably <laughs> I never right. trust user reviews. Yeah, yeah. because really? it's just I trust the user reviews more. You can flood those. You can flood those. Like if you're just a strong base. Mm. Yeah, like but I don't, I don't really li- think they're collectively destroying things. Yeah. There are limits on what you can do with critics, though. That's it's a it's a limited pool. Yeah, mm. it's true. It's, it's the same. Th- why Metacritic is kind of messed up. What movies I think are, movies are hard, man, because tastes, man. Everyone's got their. It's own just a likelihood. Tastes. It's not. It's it's just yeah. telling you that, like, you are this much likely to get a good. That you're gonna have a good experience with this movie. Yeah, yeah. On Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, though, I find the 70s to 80s 
my type of movies. I don't know. I don't think I really like the '90s that much. Sometimes they're good, but other times it's a mood thing. You know what I mean? Like the I lobster got like a ninety-eight watched... percent, and I watched that shit. It was not good. What's the lobster? Exactly. It was like a weird. <laughs> I never saw it, but I, it I like, heard uh... of it. It was like a weird movie where you had to find love. You had to like you went to like this camp to find love, adults. Yeah. And if you didn't find love within like forty days or something, they would turn you into an animal, and you got to like pick. And the that guy was picked. Terrible. Was like it's like if I don't find love here with all these other single people, I'm gonna. I don't think about it. It's like a 70 to 80. It's kind of like a ridiculous statement, though. That's like saying, I only like games that are 7s out of 10s. No, not games. I understand well, the game it's the spectrum. Same, it's the same spectrum. But the spectrum is different because in Rotten Tomatoes, I understand all the critics that are trying to rate it. And when they rate it at 95, I don't necessarily agree with all of those. Most of the time when I hit a 70 or an 80 movie, I'm liking But the same critics are giving it a lower review. Maybe I, they I, are, or maybe they're just the different pool. critics. I don't know. Here, here's yeah. the logic I would say. I usually would associate like a 70 to 80 kind of movie. This is a funny topic, by the yeah. way. <laughs> but like I would associate a movie that's like a 70 or 80 as like a junk food movie, right? Like a Fast yeah. and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to blow my fucking mind. I'm not going to like change yeah. the way I look at the world, but it's last, probably going to be entertaining last for Last Fast and Furious got 90%. So. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, Fast and Furious movies are so good. Well, that, was, also, that, that <laughs> was an example. I'm saying also things like I don't, like just trashy like action movies. You know, what yeah. I mean? and most Marvel like movies, like Transporter or something like that. I don't know. And I think when Chow was saying like most movies, it's not every movie that gets you know a ninety. There are no, plenty of movies, out. yeah, but. Like, it's like movies that get nominated for Oscars, right? Like, sure. how many Oscar-nominated movies did you see? I will always try to watch those movies, and most of the time, I don't really like them. Exactly. Movies. Oh, my gosh. So, movies, tech, like, experience. his taste doesn't line up Except with our, movie I really like... critics that often, because usually those Just, movies you are, blame you know. the Blame the genre. Don't blame the review score. That's, like, kind of crazy. But it's like are... if you play every 9 out of 10 game, and you don't. If you don't like five nine out of ten games, I'm just saying that most of the taste, time I you know? find a ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes score and I watch that movie. I don't think that deserves a ninety percent. I, I would, I would hang on. I think yeah. there's a what? lot of factors we're not considering here because probably you don't look at Rotten Tomatoes for all the movies you watch, and I bet you you've watched a lot no, of ninety I watch plus. A, I watch a lot of movies only because. I mean, I have ways of getting to movies for but free, what I'm and saying I look is up all like, the scores. But, but see, that's the thing. If we're going to like see a movie in the movie theaters, right, mm-hmm. most of the time that I do that, I won't see the score, and it's usually like a Marvel movie or something. I guarantee they're getting 90s I don't, or whatever. I don't, but I, the times sure. that I go on Rotten Tomatoes and I'm looking for a movie, like this exact example, I remember like organizing movies from like highest rated to least, and like the second highest rated movie is some Matthew McConaughey movie called Mud. You ever watch that movie? Yeah. yeah. It's a terrible movie. The movie sucks dick. Like, <laughs> it sorry fine. for the language. It was a very... It was so boring. It was a very typical, like, critics would like this movie kind of movie. Yeah. Exactly. To me, it's not striking all the right chords, but that's a yeah. 90 movie, you know but what yeah. I mean? They so tend in that, to be... In that that's, perspective, what, that's all I'm saying. I think they tend to probably be a little slower, which a, I don't... Yeah, that's a pace. slower movie. It's a drama. Yeah. It's a, yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, if the dramas... If the dramas tend to get higher scores, I'm not about... No, no, no. That's just a good drama. Like, if Alita Badlanger, that could have easily gotten a 90. If it was Maybe. like drama? No. Like, any, like, you can't just say that, like, a 9 out of 10 movie I won't like. That, I'm, no, no, no. That's just crazy. I, well, I, will, I, I, am, I, am literally, yeah. I am literally I saying zero that in sense. general. I'm I think saying that's... All I'm so. saying is that when there's a movie that gets, like, a 90 to, a, like, 100%, right? And I'm like, oh, that should be a good movie. And I throw it on the TV. And I watch said movie. Most of the times... I'm not happy about the movie choice. I will turn that off. And All right, I... so we'll go. We'll go. We'll put, We'll watch five ninety percent movies and then like five forty percent. 
and I'm not saying 40%. Are bad. Well, yeah, 40s are 70, bad. 80s. I believe it was 70, 80%. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm really saying, look, yeah. if, it, if you're, if you're going to go on one side of the scale, it works on the other side too. Oh, no, I'm saying that my sweet spot is like 70 and 80 and everything else tends to be bad. And so most of the time when I see a big every Marvel movie is over 85%. Yeah. And honestly, no I'm like, okay with the Marvel Donald movies. Almost all of them are. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Strange is a what 90% movie. Yeah. Whoa. I'm uh, not Thor dying. Dark World came out. All right. Like, <laughs> I'm not, like, yeah, there's that's some bad Marvel movies. 75, I think. For the Marvel movies, I'm not dying to see those. I'm not seeing that on the first night or even the second night. I could wait weeks. I don't mind that movie. Like, I'm not, like, I'll watch it. You know, Doctor Strange, I did really like, though. You know, I did like that movie a lot. All right. I will say that. You know, it's a bad movie. I watched, I watched, a, like, I like flying on planes because mm-hmm. you can get the opportunity to watch, like, weird movies that you weren't, wouldn't or I thought you meant, like, watch. movies about flying on planes. I no, was no, 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 no. <laughs> Airplane's a great movie. That's an old one. Airplane is a great movie. Um, I watched Venom. That movie is terrible. It was yeah. so it bad. Is I heard so bad. I got a really bad rating on Martin Tomatoes, too. I didn't watch that movie. That movie was, I was, like, at a 48%. Terrible. I, yeah. yeah, it was uncomfortable. Terrible. I will say, though, last thing is just that if the ratings for the critics are really low, but then the, the user reviews are really high... I will actually be more interested in trying to see that movie to see if that's any good. Well, I think that was the logic for yeah. Alita Battle Angel. Right. They were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I mean, I don't know. And I didn't even read the manga because so I can't even like mention like whether or not it would be factually correct. However, I did watch like YouTube reviews on them from people that I like listened to their anime re- recommendations on. And they were saying that it was good. So I was like, okay, I trust you, guy. To each their own. I'm going to change gears, though, real quick. Yeah. So we were talking about um, Halo potentially being a launch title on the new Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like a weird thing. This is more of a theory-crafting sort of topic, but I think one worth uh, worth exploring. So a lot of people now, and some of the other podcasts I'm listening to, are talking about this potential of Microsoft and Nintendo doing something together. They're clearly in cahoots There's on, a, on some sort of level, right? Yeah. I mean, we got the announcement that Xbox Live is going to be on Switch now. Very like, odd. what the? F- that is really weird. It's yeah. super weird. So, at the very least, I think, up. I think down the Titan. I think that's yeah. something like that's is what's happening. So, my question to you guys is: What do you think that that like? Do you think that that's possible that Nintendo would work with Microsoft? And what do you think they would logically be doing together to to attack you know Sony Mountain? Borrow each other's <laughs> user base, I guess. I don't know. But like, how? how you the- know. Yeah. Part of me was thinking that maybe a logical step in that direction would be to host like the virtual console or something on Xbox Live. Or maybe but just how use that the help? Xbox Live service. Or it's like it, it's an app that you can only get on on that. Well, I think the Xbox Live on Switch is exactly what that's doing. You know, uh, I believe you can like go on Xbox Live like Party Chat or something via Switch or something. That's funny. I believe that's the case. Which would think if Nintendo could just like use Xbox's online services because they suck. I don't know how I'd feel about it. What if they got that? So now Nintendo gets all of the integration of Xbox Live stuff, but Xbox also gets Virtual Console. So now they can launch all of the the N64 and and Super Nintendo and stuff on that. I know Game Pass is coming in, right? Like Game Pass will be on Switch, which is freaking weird. Wait, what? Yeah. So it'll be like a streaming platform? I guess so. They want to bring it to like any... Any screen that game. I'll play Crackdown whole, 3 yeah. if it's on Switch. Their whole I mean, thing was <laughs> that we want to put it on any screen. You want to, you should be able to play your Xbox on any screen, including mm. your Nintendo. Your Wait, Switch. I have a question then. Wow. Do you think that streaming service – do you remember the streaming service called Rainway? Yeah. Back in last year when they were like – the only reason why they had some type of like hotness at the moment was because there were people were playing – 
Arkham Knight on the Switch, and it was like an app that you can download on the Switch to allow for it's like short distance PC communication, like, right? Mm. And so, and essentially, you can be playing, I guess, the Switch games on your PC by streaming that way. It's like back anyway. There's a whole bunch of stuff. If they did something like that, do you think those services would have any place anymore? I, I mean, it, uh, who knows? Because right? PC, I mean, it's just a. It's Does Rainway even have a place right now? That's a great question. I thought they were. <laughs> I mean, <Got> them. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I don't know. It like this is a really interesting like topic in my mind because it's like we've never really crossed that territory before it's always been the three titans you know what i mean yeah. there's never been a team up sort of scenario and well, like, I mean, like yeah. it's not like really nintendo and and xbox are not in direct as direct competition with each other as you know well they're uh, not they're all but... in competition with screen time they're all know? yeah they for sure they're all in competition but they're you know so they aren't all also in competition for, with netflix for screen time but do you yeah. think but... but do you think because of that they might say like okay well you know, Microsoft is like this head and shoulders above the competition uh, uh, hardware manufacturer, right? Like, the Xbox One X is the most powerful console right. on the market right now, period, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. They have a new console coming out. So maybe Nintendo always looks at their stuff and they're like, hey, our consoles are super weak and we can't, like, really do as much crazy, cool, like, high-end stuff because we've got, like, you know, we're programming on s- smaller things. So could there possibly be a potential where Nintendo publishes games on Xbox? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they're they uh, like excel at different things, right? Like Nintendo is as has much stronger, you know, first party games and exclusives that people are gonna buy mm-hmm. Switches for. Though that's the only reason you have Switch is to play Mario and Zelda. Of course. But they don't have the the hardware strength. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite situation with Xbox. Yeah. So it would be hardware network, yeah. Very mm-hmm. interesting to see if they could benefit from each other in, in their like weak they wouldn't points. make games for Nintendo, though. Yeah. Because then saying Xbox wouldn't. No, Nintendo wouldn't make a game yeah, for Mario Xbox. Mario would not, no. never yes. be on Xbox. That's what you were saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. take advantage of their There'd console. No well, that's why my thought first goes to Virtual Console. Because right. it's like, they probably wouldn't have new, new stuff on there. Like, you're not going to play Breath of the Wild on your Xbox Scarlet or whatever. But, like, you might be able to play Wave Race. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who yeah. knows? Rare Replay. I know, they should but make it, some well. rare games. Well, and at the very least, this creates a bridge for, you know, maybe Licenses. a third Banjo-Kazooie game yeah, or Banjo-Kazooie in Smash or anything else like that. You know what I mean? Because they'd have access to rare again. All of that, like, rare stuff that is, like, behind my childhood Microsoft and, like, bars. that all was on the N64 at the time. Yeah. I want all of that back in <laughs> some facet. It is Your weird conquers. to see them. It's almost like it was just as weird seeing at the Game Awards them on stage together, yeah. those three yeah. guys. But this is like it's now, next level. Now it's like Xbox and Nintendo are like dating. Chums. You know, yeah. they're like yeah. flirting a little bit. Right. And you're like, what? This is weird. It was like they're like, like a, a, they were like, you know, a, a trio in yeah. a movie. And then suddenly two of them pair up. The four PlayStations over here like, I like that girl too. Man. Yeah. Like, well, myself. I mean, there feels weird. I realized that you guys were going to start dating. Now I'm just going to be stuck here with no friends. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing wow. is, like, Sony is, like, clearly, like, dunking on everybody else right now with how much, like, yeah. they've moved more hardware, like, year over year than both of these consoles. I mean, the Switch is catching up really, really quickly, but it's still, like, but that can turn they, they very are... quickly, right? What's that? I mean, that could turn very quickly. It could. It could. But if right Xbox now, starts... Sony's the one to beat. And if, yeah. and if, you know, Nintendo really doesn't look at... Microsoft is a threat, and if Microsoft feels the same way, then it could be that. I mean, think about it. They're essentially competing in totally different spaces. Because with Sony and Microsoft, they're both chasing, uh, what you call it, fidelity, right? 
Like, they're both trying to make the highest-end console against right. one another. Nintendo's just kind of dicking around in the sandbox. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and they're making cool stuff. Yeah. They're making some really nice sandcastles. Like, if, <laughs> but, if like, Nintendo's games, like Mario, Zelda, or whatever IPs that they have, if at any point that those faltered, I don't feel like like Nintendo would, like, exist anymore. What do you mean? If they're first Like, party? they are leaning so heavily on their first-party stuff that it's, like, that's the only reason why to remember Nintendo right now. I don't know. If they have faltered in the past, there was... Yeah, I mean, the Wii U, there was crappy Mario, there was crappy the Zelda games. The beginning of the 3DS was, was like there really was never bad a crappy Zelda game. How dare you? Well, I, Skyward Sword. Yeah, people were not. I liked Skyward Sword, Sword personally. That was fine. It, it was, was like not, a 70 you know, on Rotten Tomatoes. It was. <laughs> it was uh, harmless, but it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, but like, then they had like, then know. they had Galaxy games to like lean on, I suppose. Well, I think there's no yeah. doubt that Nintendo has had low lights. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I bought the, like I was, you know, I'm like that Halo guy that I was talking about earlier. Like yeah. I played Zelda, I played Zelda all my life. This is the next Zelda game. Like I'm gonna play it. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm just yeah, gonna buy it. The, the benefit <laughs> that yeah. Nintendo has is that almost everyone is like that. Yeah. That's yeah. true. You know, that's it's like true. that's Nintendo just has that thing. And, and Nintendo is for nostalgia. I mean, yeah, look, like, at, look at the PlayStation. Yeah. Look at the PlayStation Classic. Like, look, we're cool. It's like, and, no, like not that cool, bro. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> remember us back exactly. then? Exactly. Yeah. Not no. the same. We don't want to. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting though, that the the landscape has kind of evolved in that way because I feel like we all spend the most of our time on consoles, like uh, like an Xbox or a PlayStation, too. Mm-hmm kind of like consume the most new new things you know in the gaming space uh, but then nintendo it's like well animal crossing's coming out and i'm definitely playing that so like that's gonna be that and then when zelda comes out it's like well you know Link's awakening's out gotta go back actually you mentioned something funny we're all like console gamers in this room but i feel like i was playing a lot of pc like not more than like maybe two or three years ago i was like all very heavily into like steam rocket league Guild Wars 2. It, it's kind of where your friends are, though, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I fall well, in and out of circles I, like that. I, I think know. it was the Switch that brought me back to consoles, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think it was I, the Switch that brought me to Zelda, <gasps> which then got me thinking about PlayStation, which got me thinking about a lot of other games, and then PS4 just nailed it. It was over. Yeah, PS4 I, Pro, I mean. I feel like for a while... Um, I mean, I feel like I've always been invested in the PlayStation, like... Uh, I could agree ecosystem. With that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I was into trophies and stuff, and like like yeah. I had a PS3 and a 360 at the same time. But like I don't know. Cause, like when 360 was out, I was definitely playing more 360 than like anything. Like it, it 360 was, was yeah. bigger than I mean, my PlayStation wasn't 3. Yeah. That stuff wasn't even a question. So quickly, I, yeah. I'm I'm a little nervous for PlayStation with this next round of this next generation. Well, the thing is, is I'm not really nervous about them because I feel like I I rarely have yeah. like a, a heavy sense of loyalty because it's like I I would very easily switch from 360 to PS4. Just because, like, that just made sense at the time. Because you go where the games are, right? Well, exactly. So, like, if if Scarlet makes sense, like, if Xbox, or if Halo Infinite is dope, and they've got Nintendo's Virtual Console on there, you better fucking believe I'm hanging out on Xbox. I got a PS4. You know, know, and, like, Xbox Xbox has the power, right? They've got the most powerful console. And right now, PlayStation has... They're exclusive, and that's why you have to get a PlayStation. It doesn't matter how powerful the console is, you have to get a PlayStation. But... If Xbox starts churning out all these, you know, bought all these studios, starts turning out all these games, what does PlayStation really have? Like, we yeah. have exclusives too. Yeah, what, I'm going to dig in my heels and be like, no, I'm an Last Xbox. Last of Us or, 3. Guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm what worried. What is this, 2013? Yeah, right. I, yeah, I mean, I'm a PlayStation person. I'm worried, though. I'm so not worried. Like, honestly, even, like, jumping back and forth between consoles can be fun. Because, like, there's a, there's an interesting, like, novelty to, yeah. like, wow, I haven't... This is my Xbox profile? Yeah, right. Like, what did I? What were my last played games on this thing? Like, Why did I dress my avatar like this? This yeah, is right. terrible. Where are all my I? friends dead? <laughs> never owned an Xbox. Not even a 360? My brother had one. Uh, and, like, I... But I... 
almost never played on it. Uh, that was it, not my console. I loved the 360. 360 yeah, was, it was a good. Yeah, it was a great. I, it was a great console for sure. I played it like at my friends' houses and like anytime we hung out together. Yeah, we played. That was the. That for was sure. I feel like for sure. I got an Xbox One pretty quickly because of Destiny, and I remember that being the thing that sold me on that. And the PlayStation Four, Alex got me as a present. And also because Bloodborne was coming out, and it was right. like it's time to play yeah, PS4. It's, it's like <laughs> it's time to play PS4. And between the Destiny it's and Bloodborne to... realm, I was just like, oh, Bloodborne, hands down. And I think that's what drew me towards PlayStation. And then the next thing was like, okay, what else can I play on the PlayStation? You know, that's what happened. Yeah. You know what? I think back to the 360, and while I have like a lot of fond memories with stuff like uh, Halo 3 and like the original Crackdown and stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh, most of I think my fondest memories are from like kind of like learning what indie games were through the Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, interesting. Like, that was like I did not experience any of that. Really? Like yeah, that was like not at the all. like the Summer of Arcade Xbox Live Arcade games was like the best thing ever. It's like they launched four games every summer and you knew those four games were sick. Like oh man, that was where I played Castle Crashers for the first time. That's where I played oh. like Shadow Complex and Mark of the Ninja. I, I'm sort of getting so I'm sort of getting that right now on the Switch. Yeah. Like, it's just so accessible to me. And if yeah. I'm on the plane or something, like, it's just playing into the breach on my handheld on the yeah. plane. And, but popping on my TV is a different experience, too. Like, now it's it's bright and big and awesome. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what exactly what you want for games like that. I do not travel without my Switch. I do realize that. Yeah. Actually. yeah. That's, that's my Switch thing. is always with me on the plane no matter what. Right? It's like, no, my backpack will always be at yeah. least this heavy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And you, you have to have it. And there's no competition. Like, yeah. I'm going to bring my Switch. There's not even, like... Oh well, I have, maybe I have this game on this. There's nothing. No. There's the only else. other thing is yeah, your phone, break. and like, is it as good as what you can? And get okay, your so, 3ds. <laughs> so here's the question. Oh, yeah, right? oh, I brought my sweet 3ds and my Switch so, on my last trip. So here's the question then: What is your go-to Switch game when you're flying? Ooh, right now. Um, what did I play? Well, I tried to play. So do you remember what we went to PAX last year, and I was telling you about the game Omen Sight? Yeah. So I, I was with that. you. We, we had the that uh, demo together. Yes. Yeah. So it looked great, right? Yeah. And it got pretty got good reviews on Steam. So I was like, great, downloaded the game. It is so broken. Really? On Switch, <laughs> wow. like it is Anthem level broken. Really? On Switch, like it doesn't it is, work. It barely runs. Damn. Like any, if you take a step too quickly, it shows you a load screen. It's like Ugh. the graphics look terrible. It can't even like load the level. It's supposed to like pan over like the map and it's like literally moves like in chunks that's horrible it is so unforgivably bad can you return I, it no there's no return policy yeah how do you return things up. on the for switch. anything on switch yeah. usually with uh with digital games you have like a an hour window right you know? and within <laughs> minutes i was like i need to return this yeah i looked it up switch nintendo was like nope no return policy. There's nothing we can do for oh. you. Like, I have no right. You know what we should options. do? We should go see them at PAX East if they have a booth. Find that developer and be like, listen, your game blows on Switch and you know it. Give me a, pl- a PlayStation I, seriously, code. Like, I started, Give me a PlayStation code and make this right. I, <laughs> make I, this right. I have a contact card for them. I swear to God, like, I started writing an email. Being like, <laughs> this is unforgivable. Hand them the Switch and be like, play your game. And, you <laughs> play it in yeah. front of me. And it's, it's I so, want to watch you do it. Because so, because it, it got good reviews. Like, it would be a good game. If I sure, had bought yeah. it on my PlayStation. No, we played well, it. It demoed really nicely. Yeah, and if I had gotten my PlayStation, I would have really liked that game. But I cannot part with another $30 yeah. and give it to you, like, you as the developer when you have 
done such a horrible thing. Yeah. Like, that is a, such a unforgivable, horrible thing that you did this You to should people. email them. They will answer you. I, I bet would. you they will. I mean, I bet If you tweet would. at them, they will answer you. It, I know. Yeah. I would love I, to see you. I think see you should you. do it. I know. This should be an experiment. <laughs> so, you know so what? Mad. You know what? You have to do this now. You have to like, email them because I want an update on the next podcast yo, actually, to see if they got back to you. I would love it if we went to PAX East and you found them and all you did was like, hey, I love your game, by the way, but like I bought this on the Switch and you hand them the Switch. And I want you to be like, just play this for a second and tell me what you think. They must know. Like they have well, that, to know. That's they the thing. That's and the so thing. if they don't so pick, pick, it, if they don't pick it up, they'll be like, game, yeah. And you in like, y- and you chose to release this. You yeah. could have said, it's not ready yet. It's gonna be, and I, I don't like. It does. It's not a game that's like continuously going to be updated. So it's not yeah. like I think like maybe someday they'll fix this and yeah. like this will. Then I yeah, will you're basically be able like play. rip on this game right now. I, yeah, maybe, I think that they like released it and they were like, maybe it's not the developer's fault. It could have been a publisher who shopped it out to someone who port. Like there are companies that port games. That's very possible. Yeah. And then they just fucked it up, but it was out of the developer's hands. I, there was, I haven't the heard. They probably have keys, and they might right. give you a PlayStation key because yeah. they feel bad for you because they know it's bullshit. It. Right. Then they must know. They you, must have played it. Either they haven't released any statements about it or anything. Like I did some research, and they. I, I haven't. I haven't should... heard a peep from them about any of that. Like. I haven't seen any any anything that they released from when I. When I think you it. should craft a very respectful email and send it to them, voicing your concern about this port, and see what they say. Did the port get different reviews? The not almost no one reviewed the Switch version. Like I, I read the Steam why. version, I read the PlayStation version, and then like it took me a long time to find somebody that eventually said. I bought this game on Switch, and here's all the ways that it is broken, and do not buy it on Switch. This is exactly the problem that I'm having right now, where, like, I'm trying to look up reviews of certain games, and, like, I want to know specific... Actually, this is is an interesting problem. I want to know, like, specific aspects of games to see if, like, these things exist within them. Like, I was looking for a flight game for Switch, Mm -hmm. and they re-released Katamari, the first one, on Mm -hmm. Switch. Reroll, right? Yeah. And I really want to play that game. I really love Katamari Damacy. So I'm like, so okay, good. like I'm down to to rebuy this game and play it. It's like thirty bucks, whatever. Like, let's do this. But I didn't do it yet because I was like, I want to know if the frame rate's fucked up. Because I bet frame you, rate is so fucked in Omen is it in Omen Sight? You're saying yes, okay. so fucked in Omen Sight. Like, th- and that's a huge problem. Like it's that will that will make me not want to play the game. Yeah. I, I have really great memories of the of Katamari on PlayStation Two running perfectly. Like. It, will it also run perfectly on Switch? I don't know. And I Google Katamari reroll frame rate Switch review, and there's nothing. It's very yeah. upsetting. Anyway, hmm. so you tried to play Omen Sight and it sucked. Is what I'm <laughs> I tried to play. I tried. I kept opening it and thinking like, maybe it's better this time. Maybe I was excited. <laughs> wow. Maybe and every time I would get so angry. Yeah, I had. I was so I was so like I was so genuinely disappointed because like we met them we talked to them and I was like guys I'm so enthusiastic about your game like oh my god that's great and we had this whole conversation and I'm like and then they just spat in my face. Is this a case for the multiple reviews for the single game on separate platforms? I think so. This is like yeah. the only instance I, where I Polygon this... was right. <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is I had a very similar set of experiences, like the feelings that you were having I I shared, but about a different game uh, on my last flight. So I'm looking for stuff. Now, typically, I'm like, you know, if Justin's, like, awake, like, Justin and I fly together all the time. So, like, if he's awake, we'll play, like, Smash, we'll play Tetris, you know what I mean? Like, something multiplayer, which is awesome. And we did play Smash in our last fight, and it was great. Although, for literally switches next to each other wireless communication, it lags like a mother. (laughs) Like, it was It would pause. Not, like, delay in input. Like, full stop. It was weird. I don't know. Maybe it was plain radiation. Who knows? But, uh... (laughs) 
but I tried to put Octopath Traveler back in and be like, hey, man, maybe I'll beat this game. Maybe I'll, maybe this is like my nice isolated time to do it. That game sucks. That, <laughs> like, I, I think yeah. I've fully like matured my opinion of that game. And every time I went back, I'm like, this is boring this is like Yo, not interesting I, like I don't know where i'm going right now i feel like, like you guys can agree with me we should not listen to skirbo's opinion when you first got the game i have you were, I have you a were lot glowing of about of games. listen the things that the <laughs> yeah, things that i like about it do. i still like about it like i know i do think the battle system is great i do think it's like one of the best jrpg soundtracks i've heard in a really long yeah, that's time true i think it's visual style is pretty compelling but as a game as like putting those pieces together it's just not but fun. when you first got that you were like bro this were, is like the best game I've played in a long time. You can, you know, it makes you me love video wanna, guys. You want to believe I am a in complex things. person. <laughs> I am a complex person, and I never said that my first word is the final word on anything. Okay. Yeah, I will say also, you also that's loved, been proven over and over again. Yeah, yes. You also loved Final Fantasy 15 when it came out. It's true. We all did that. We have documented proof. I did. I did. I did. Nah, I will I say mean, though I, that game sucks now. <laughs> the like the first podcast we ever had is like I'm having a good time, but I've got a lot of issues with it. Justin was like, "What issues? It's great. What are you talking about?" There were definitely certain things that we had some crossover with, like how bad the combat was in that game. Yeah, right, we don't have to get into. Yikes. We have like nine <laughs> podcasts on Final Fantasy well, 15. So, it's Justin, terrible. what do you play on flights? Actually, funny you mention it. Pretty much Tetris. I think it's like the only thing because, like, yeah. when it comes down to I it, when I'm on when I'm on airplane, every single time I go on an airplane, I'm like, I'm going to be productive. I'm get my laptop out. I'm going to get some work done, right? Nope. And whenever that happens, the moment we're in the air, I'm just like, uh, 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 can't function. Either I go to sleep, which happens to me almost immediately, me too. and then when I wake up, I'm like, all right, well now I feel a little bit better. I'm going to play some games, but I can't play a heavy game like a Zelda. I can't play like a heavy game or anything that requires a lot of thinking, except for Tetris, which it requires a little bit of thinking, but more it's like very simplistic movements. Like you know? instinct almost. Right. When we were playing Smash, Smash was okay. I did enjoy that. I did not enjoy it in a handheld mode. I will be honest. I did not I like playing. The I had to and the Pro Controller even by itself was weird. Yeah. I had to play separate I had to play in a weird like I had to play a different game because I couldn't do moves because my like I couldn't press the buttons in the same yeah. way so I yeah, would have yeah. to do they, different things. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But overall like I would play games that required not too much thinking or not too much like reactive time. Well, that's not true. I'm playing Smash and well, playing I know what Tetris. You mean. It's so. like some, something it's like a little simple. bit more mindless, less right. calculated. Right. You know? I guess that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I found that my best playing experience was I was playing uh, the original Bayonetta on Switch. Yeah. That's great. That, that's a really excellent port of that Interesting. game. I still want to give you Bayonetta too. I would play that. Yeah. I think the it's best good. the best playing experience. I have it on me right now. No, I don't have it on. I'll bring it next podcast. Fuck. Hmm. The best expl- uh, the playing experience that I've had is, I think, FTL. Because that's like a pause, think about the move, do the thing, like, There's, slowly. You, so, you got to play Into the Breach more. I know. Maybe. I you just I, right? played it. I played a few levels, and I was just like, I don't really... I wasn't really liking it. But maybe I do need to it's open a lot, up. It's... It's a lot like FTL. Yeah. I heard I heard it has really, really good things about it. Like, there's a lot of You got to keep going. Yeah. yeah. You've been saying a lot of really positive things about this. Have you, like, still consistently been playing it? Yeah, I played it today. Nice. I just kept – my buildings kept exploding, and my civilians kept dying, and I, like, got, I'm again, not doing it right. Well, like FTL, you got to play on easy uh, to start yeah. with. And then um, as you go through the campaign, which are pretty short, um, but you get – just like FTL, you get – you find more Yeah, it's like roguelike, yeah. Uh, that you attach to your your and you have there's like um oh so it's not like a finite campaign it's like FTL where like you start from yeah. the very beginning every time and then yeah. you keep having yeah um and you have pilots that have special abilities and then you can attach different weapons and you have just like FTL you have like the energy yeah. reserves that you have oh. to allocate to different things and then all right the, I do have to keep playing that game at then. the end of each game 
um, when you win, you can pick your your pilot, and he travels back to another timeline. Gotcha. So you can keep your Whoa. pilot. Oh, Spoiler. so it's like Rogue Legacy, kind of. Sort of. Where it's like everybody's a, a sibling of the last But you could, they could die, too. That's but true. it's... It's just a lot of fun to me. It's it's really okay, precise and strategic, and it's tight. Like I was playing Wargroove was my game um, on the plane, but yeah. and that's fun in the same way that Fire Emblem and Advance Wars was fun. But each of those matches, it probably takes like an hour and a half. Like because yeah. there's so them, much, uh, very boring, so much thought, and there's just so many pieces, and there's so much, so much weight on each move. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it gets it's like too much. Yeah. And but uh, into the breach, each uh, like one match could take like five minutes. Wow! And I love it. That's pretty great. I mean, I feel I'll like there's it. there's more like concise again. modular experiences on Switch are really nice because then it like it lets you just kind of like turn it on and play around a little bit. I, I was uh, on my flight back from Dallas, which was like four hours. I was sort of dreading it mm. because I was in the last, the very last row, like by the bathrooms, mm. like seat 32 or something oh by the window but by in the back there it's like curved mm-hmm. so it cut into my leg room no and i couldn't put my seat back because it was against the wall so and there was a guy this with this really good experience wow. and there was a guy with his like a big coat on a big fluffy coat and his arms were like over into my territory so his arm was on me the whole flight it's like get off me yeah but i've had that happen i yeah. i took out my switch and i put and i had into the breach on and the flight went instantly you really? know I just i was sucked in yeah and uh whereas my boss is like four rows ahead of me and he brings like a manila folder with paper files and he's doing work <laughs> i'm like sorry i'm not doing that I, <laughs> I just can't do work on the plane yeah i've tried so many times not not possible. Yeah, but that's a good one right now. <clears throat> I'm interested in that. I'm looking for more indie games on Switch. I think the last one that I really liked was uh, Celeste. That was probably the last like. That was my one. one before this, and yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Really good music. Yeah, definitely. I'm still trying to finish that. Traffic strikes back, strikes stop. again. Oh yeah, game. just stop. I'm like, more, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like more than stop. halfway through it at this point. So it's like I kind of just want to finish it to be done with it. You know, yeah. add it to the beat it 2019 list. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys playing anything else of note for now? Apex. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's pretty much the main. All right. The main. Thing. <laughs> yeah, crushing that. That's fun. Oh, I mean, Chow's got a VR. Oh yeah, uh, she's got yeah. a PSVR, dude. Two hundred thirty dollars for that and the two wands. Like, come on. That's a great I, deal. I want to like, see you have on. some experiences with this. Like, I want to come back and have you be like, dude. So I tried this and it's whack, and I tried this and it's awesome, and I tried this and it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? Play Eagle Flight if you really want to get sick. That's what I heard. I might. I was actually now that I had the PSVR, I'm actually pretty excited to get Ace Combat. I really want to get mm-hmm. that like the latest one just to try those missions in PSVR, but then also to get back into airplane games because I really lot... did like them for a while. It's supposed to be good. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of really cool games you could try. Did you ever try uh, Zone of the Enders VR? I did. No, it... wait. I tried Zone of the Enders. Period. Yeah. But I didn't try the VR. I feel like the VR would be so. I did not chaotic. I did not like Zone of the Enders re- re- when I played it again. Really? Oh, I had fun with it. The controls and the camera are just so whack. It's yeah. very dated. It's yeah. extremely dated. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's like I remember liking it. Like the game it itself now, is like, just shit. like an open space with a few triangles, and then they <laughs> they have those few triangles in many different like or, or like organizations, different combinations. That's all you do. Yeah, I'm happy to just leave that in the past as a memory. There yeah. you go. As a memory. There you go. All right. Well, guys, I think that's pretty much all we've got for the podcast then. Because yeah. I'm not playing anything else. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. You ran yeah. dry? I'm, well, I feel like when we, even though this one's like two days earlier than our normal time frame, I just feel like oh, I didn't have enough time to like 
soak up all those. Devil May Cry is coming out this week. I know. I'm actually really excited about that. I'm not going to be able to play it until like Tuesday, but I am very excited to get that game to try. And then you know what's coming right around the corner? Sekiro. Sekiro. That's two weeks after that. Wow. That is coming around that fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is exciting as fuck. I am super excited. Wow. I'm so happy. You better finish Red Dead. Wow. We got to finish that. Spider-Man. Is it co-op? No, I don't know. I'm going to do that. Red yeah, and Spider Man. Yeah, You're not gonna finish. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. This happened. This happened with Kingdom Hearts two as well. When I was like, listen, I just gotta get all the gummy shit parts, and I gotta get the best like Keyblade before I beat the game. So, and I gotta this, beat Sephiroth. Is this just? Is this you're talking about Spider Man? Are you talking about my problem in video games? <laughs> are literally all circling around, all revolving around the one facet of just I want to make sure that I get. I, I create these obscure and random goals I understand. and i just want to finish those and then i could play the game through like yeah, but for, so like what are your goals in spider-man because i wanted to finish all of the things because i was just like he's got to collect all of his backpacks there's not even that many yeah but collecting all the backpacks took like but, an hour but the problem <laughs> no, but, the pro- but the problem is that but the problem is that i really enjoyed the fighting and so i would just find random things and that would take up my two to three hour sessions every time you guys are crazy don't finish spider-man that's, Who cares? I, no, I, I, I need I, I need to I finish it. I need to finish thing. it because it's I, so I, close. I mean, sure, but finish yeah. Red Dead. There's yeah, a story no, there. Spider Man's like, okay. I mean, he said he wants to finish Spider Man. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I do. I, no story there, Alex. <laughs> is that what you're trying I've to let, say? I've let this pretty, go. You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. I've let go. It's back. If you haven't finished Spider Man by now, <laughs> then pick it's your no battles. I think I think what I need to do before Sekiro. I'm just gonna beeline Red Dead. Yeah, and then but there's some side quests. I need to do all the side quests and you have to finish stuff. First of all, like crack that copy of Black Ops two. Start that. Get yourself back up. Red Dead. Black Ops is right there. To yourself to yeah. finish Red Dead. Thank yeah. you, Liz. Yeah. Yes. You I didn't even it? like this freaking game. It was your game of the year, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, no, I know, and I really enjoy it, and Liz, it's like sad. Shame. Give me my copy back, and I'm going to beat it before Chow just to make him feel bad. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that it. happens, yeah, I, that's not gonna happen. He'll do it, too. I will do it. I'm going to beat <laughs> it. Tell me I will. I dare you. if this motivates you to beat it, this will all be worth Listen, it. Listen, all right, every time I load the game up, and he's leaning against the tree or a post or he's squatting down somewhere, and I'm just like immediately in the game, and I'm like... I'm back in this world. Let's go wander around for like three hours. That's what happens almost every time. Just You're right. wander towards side quests. Though. Yeah, I know. I need to do that. I need to do Have that. Have a loose objective. I'm still like 80 hours in. I'm still not sure whether or not I want the map on or not. Oh, my God. I know. What's a problem? I'm sorry. Just leave the map on. Job Simulator is calling my name, though. I got to do. I gotta, I gotta finish Job Simulator. You gotta go back to there the are a lot course. of levels in Job Simulator, oh, by yeah. the way. And after the first level, I'm like, I understand what this game is. I don't know if I want to do all of those levels. But I will. Maybe, eventually. I think yeah. it's like a novelty thing. Like, you see what it is, and then you're like, okay, let's yeah. try it the next thing. You know? Yeah. Random outbursts of random things are just about PSVR. When the little trophy icon pops up, it makes me want to throw up. It's really? like the here's the picture of everything, and then the trophy icon <laughs> is like all the way out here, and I'm like, why am I looking at this little hole? For... Should turn that off. Or <laughs> I really would. I, it, can you? You can't yeah. mute that. Oh yeah. my god, because it would just happen randomly. I'm like, no, I can't escape it. It hurts my eyes so bad. Uh, I'm like going cross eyed, like closing your eyes. No. I hate when, like uh, in PSVR, when it has kind of a sticky. Yeah, like it's. The view sticks to where you're looking. It's like yeah. this isn't right. <laughs> yeah. Can I also just last last thing because I know we talked about this on the podcast a few times, right? The whole like, did we talk about it on the last podcast about the double dating situation, or was that before? Anyway, PSVR showed up on my doorstep on Friday. I didn't post about it to you guys until Saturday, mainly because of the reason because I knew you, Alex, and Justin were having double dates, and I didn't want to be like. 
<laughs> I wanted to tell you guys this on the podcast. Have fun on your double date. I'm on a double date too. PSVR. Oh my god. I was so afraid that that would come well, up in the conversation. So the, like, the joke is, is that it did come up in conversation because <laughs> we're sitting no. here talking to ourselves, being like, "Man, we're just like sitting here having a nice time." Meanwhile, Justin's up in I mean, the like, loft, freaking out with his VR. I've been And there's, it's funny too because oh when you're setting god. it up, the camera's there and they show you what you look like with the I hate that. and I'm like in my pajama pants where like fucking uh, oh short sleeve it's shirt like when, just like went <laughs> and I'm just like oh like, okay when your, camera, like. when your camera turns on on your phone and it's looking at you and you're, you're like yeah exactly oh we're double like yeah. when and you that turn was, on your phone that you was have like, seven like, oh. <laughs> I, hate, I hate when it's looking at you <laughs> this, look so, away so this is a really funny oh, like God. example of that you ever have you ever heard of a game called Tearaway yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yes. Tearaway on PS Vita is a, a hilarious and fun game by Media Molecule. But back in the day, the the sun in the game, like it's a platformer, and as you're walking around, you, every now and again you get a, catch a glimpse of the sun, and the sun is your camera always on, and your face is the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so I'm, and I, it totally, it totally, totally caught me off guard the first time, <laughs> and like I'm like walking genius. around, and I like see That's myself amazing. like squinting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what that's, the fuck? That's the I dumbest, just... most amazing feature ever. Oh dude, it's it's ridiculous. And you, you see yourself get surprised. Yo, like, dude, that's exactly what happened. And then I'm like, and then it like hangs there for a second. I'm like, I'm like making like little smiles am... at it and stuff. Oh, I am literally Jeez. sweating. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, well, that that's was so great. funny. That's so funny. <laughs> well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the TZR podcast. Oh. We will be back next week, normal time, uh, Wednesday. Uh, with oh. our next episode posted probably Thursday morning. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, I'm Justin. Excellent. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Justin. See ya. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, uh, Justin. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>